0: Welcome to episode 221 of the no clue podcast. We are back. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Damian Lillard still has not been traded. Um, We've been trying to wait
1: a... and summer is pretty much over now.
0: <laughs> yeah, summer is basically over. Guys are getting ready for training camp. Uh, James Harden is still a 76er. Um we can let's let's get into that because that would be quick. Yeah. That's pretty quick. We have to. Yeah. Um what do you think? First of all.
1: I mean, I think the drama is hilarious. Him it is uh publicly I mean it was like it was like a day or two after our last episode. He yeah. just out of nowhere like publicly shuns uh, Daryl Morey.
0: <laughs> yep, Call him a liar. And, like,
1: vows mm-hmm. to never play. I don't know if I didn't see like a longer video. I didn't see mm-hmm. anybody ask him about it.
0: Uh yeah, I didn't see the beginning of the video either. Um, it does seem like they just started recording after he started ranting. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what prompted that. I don't know, and
1: and he like doing it in China too, where he's Daryl Morey's already hated, (laughs)
2: yeah,
1: for like random stuff that happened. uh, I think around the the bubble or stuff he said back then. Mm -hmm. Like it's it was so bizarre. It was, it was, and I just um... go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. I just, how could somebody throw away? <clears throat> what little reputation they had, like, that easily.
0: Right. And and for those confused about why that's considered throwing his reputation away, it's just, if you're a GM now, seeing what he just said about Maury, why would you get hardened and your thought process is, oh, I better be nice to him or he's going to go in public and talk about me. Oh, I better do whatever he says, because if I don't do whatever he says he's going to call me a liar and he's going to call me a thief and vow to never play for me. And it it just, it's a slippery slope because yeah, that could be how he feels and maybe more he does do shady stuff. But when you do that as a player, now every GM is worried about you. It's like in the workplace, everyone signs a contract that says you can't publicly talk bad about the corporation you work for. I know because if you do, every corporation is going to be like, Oh, you can't, we can't uh, hire him because who knows what he'll say about us.
1: Very volatile. I, the, I have so many questions that, like, he kind of said what he said. The only thing he's done since is double down that he meant it. Yeah, like that's literally it. No, no kind of like in depth explanation, nope. no clear cut understanding, like as to maybe maybe he has a legit reason to to be this upset. Uh huh. Why? Why in the middle of the summer? Good question. Like, how does that even that did nothing to put you in an advantageous position? It didn't, especially
0: after you've already like said that you you weren't coming back. Like, it's different if he was still on the fence at the time and then and said that, like, there's no reason to even bring up more. Like, it's over. You're done in Philly. You already said,
1: like, you know. Yeah. So I don't like, know exactly honestly, when Maury. Oh, I ahead. feel like we have the benefit of hindsight because it's been some time now. Mm-hmm. But like initially, I thought it was a joke. I did too. Like I, I thought it was like a personal beef and, and they were going to have a conversation. and And, you know, a week later he comes out like, you know, I kind of spoke. I was heated about certain things like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said what I said. For him to just let the situation simmer, I mean, like, he's only doing himself a disservice. Yeah. And the more we, we've thought about it, the more we've had time to analyze it, he's the only one that looks bad. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you you could speculate on count, like, I mean, it's not countless. You could speculate on a couple different reasons why he's pissed off mm-hmm. at his boss. Yeah. Like, none of them are worthy of, of this. Right. I just, I can't find, like, what do you even think it could be? What what do you think specifically could make him this committed to, like, throw away, you know, his current spot in the league?
0: Um, I really can't imagine anything because, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, it, and, maybe it's something about getting back to Houston, going somewhere that he really wanted to go. And Maury just said, "You know, I just can't. That's just that's just not a thing. Or we're just not even going to trade you. That's possible." The thing is, Maury has been his GM since 2012. Um, other than the you know 21-22 uh, break in Brooklyn, which was only a yeah. season and a half, Maury has been his GM the entire time so about 10 years so um not saying that he never had a problem with him before but for it to be like that after a 10-year relationship of someone being your boss in a way you know paying you i don't know i don't know what what could prompt anyone to do that
1: i I feel like it has to be like a contractual thing like you know hypothetically all I could really think of making sense that in his mind, he's like, you know what? Like this guy is so like messed up that uh, I'm going to shun him like publicly. Yeah. The only thing I could think of is he maybe promised him like a a long contract or a quick trade and neither of those things happened. Mm -hmm. But it's like, again, if any, if, if it's either of those, why? Why would you even like be mad
0: at him? If it's either of those, it's still kind of Harden's fault. It's hard, exactly. Didn't either one of them. Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe it's something in the contract that Harden didn't know. Like maybe it was a in good faith. You know, I, I'm sure those guys read every contract they get. I mean, not the players, but I'm sure they have someone that reads every yeah. contract they get. But maybe he. Thought he had trust in Mori they didn't have to read every contract, you know, and maybe this one had something in it he didn't know about, something like that. I mean, that that as kind of a reach, but what Harden did was a reach. So I, it's hard to hard to really even fathom the kind of um, thing that Mori could be could have even done, especially when no other players on Philly or Houston are even saying anything about it. House and PJ Tucker. Uh, went with Maury. They, I haven't heard them say anything about him being a liar.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Maury's never had an individual issue with anybody like this. He hasn't. Nope. To so your like again, if if he had maybe one other instance, okay, like maybe this is something. Mm-hmm. But of all people, I've, I've made countless jokes on the podcast about how close uh Harden and Maury were. Yeah. I mean, dude, uh, Maury was putting him, like, giving him extra attention comparing him to Jordan when he was putting up his MVP numbers. Yeah, and
0: what a lot of people don't know um, and what is different about Maury from a lot of GMs, he actually had some control about like how the team played. I shouldn't say control, but input because he's been known to be someone who prefers the team shoot a lot of threes. That's why he happens to acquire a lot of just three-point shooters didn't do it in philly as much but in houston that was his thing he has even said yeah i want the team to shoot a lot of threes so i'm just gonna go get a lot of three-point shooters no other how many times have you heard a gm like tell you how he wanted the team to play that's not
1: like the gm's job and and like it it was it was like a perfect pairing he was committed to harden's play style he was yeah yeah so to get to this point is insane.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I don't know what Harden is going to do about this. Um doesn't look good for the trade options, at least money-wise it doesn't. I'm sure there's some, some teams that would take Harden but you know, may may need to be some
1: contract restructuring. So but bro, he's like he's destroyed his reputation. Yes, absolutely, so, and yes. and it's it's so definitive because, you know, he's gone through awkward, let's call him awkward exits. Houston mm-hmm. and Brooklyn were both awkward and like randomly quick. You know I, where I think
0: OKC was quick,
1: exactly. Yeah, but I just don't understand why he would validate or he would put his own perception in like a, a spot where all the criticisms of him are valid now. Like Mm -hmm. he's part of the issue. He's quick to give up. He's, he's clearly not that easy to get along with. Right. You know, and again, Houston did everything he wanted. Didn't like the coach gone. Didn't like this teammate. Got you. This teammate didn't like the new teammate. Got you another teammate. How about we get you your boy from back in the OKC days? Like, they tried everything they could to fit his play style, win with him. Mm-hmm. And now like he didn't get paid or he didn't get to fucking go where he wanted. And like, I'm never going to play for this guy. Right. After 10 years to make, of it, to make it so personal, like he honestly could have came out and said like, man, I, I really want to move. Like, you know, we had conversations and and I feel like, You know, I was told things that that weren't true. Yeah. But to just vow not to play was... And to then double down on it, like, again, not even like a, you know, maybe vowing not to play is a bit extreme. Like, I still feel the way I do about Daryl, but like, vowing not to play is a little extreme. None of that.
0: Yeah. He didn't take one step back at all.
1: Oh, I mean, he got healthy. He was playing better. Like, you you kind of saw potential in Philly this past year. Mhm. Like the the difference in criticism were they looked good enough this year and failed. Mhm. And he was such a big part of that. I mean, they it seemed like they fired Doc to please him. It did seem like that. Yeah. I, I just I really don't get it, man, and it's going to I'm fascinated because he's going to have to fucking talk eventually. Yeah, he is, Uh, is.
0: and and we're gonna hear something when he goes to his new team, whatever team that's gonna
1: be. I mean, we're looking at like he could be holding out. He could be sitting. You know, honestly, if Harton
0: like holds out, he just should retire. But because I can't,
1: he's shown like if he's not locked in and committed, it's it's like a disaster.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think any team, um, I don't. If he holds out, I can't imagine a team that would actually want him at that point. It's hard to imagine a team that wants him now. So, I think if if he gets to a situation where he really doesn't like the team or he doesn't like the direction and he wants to just sit out, it, like I just can't imagine. I can't imagine that working for well for him. Oh, so what team would he go to at this point? that he d- would buy into that actually wants him back.
1: You know what this reminds me of, man? Like, this is kind of the building blocks to how AI went out of the league. How, and and this is a more obscure reference, and he's not as good of a player, but Josh mm-hmm. Smith went out the same way. Didn't really like where he was at, had to be there, and they what did they do? They said, yo, fuck it, just go home. Uh-huh. I mean, Philly can easily be good without Harden. Maybe they won't be as good, but they'll be close to that. They'll be. They probably would be as good, bro. If he comes in out of shape, if he comes in like trying to BS, yeah, bro, he's done. Like he's not. He's not the guy he was five years ago. Where half the league is like, holy shit, like we want him. Like, dude, That's you're not crazy. even on. Bro, you're not even on Devin Booker's status. Like, Devin Booker could do this and pull it off. You're not that guy.
0: I know you can go down the line and switch Harden for any of the top 15 shooting guards, and Philly is five times better. Switch Harden for for, uh, SGA, Philly's championship. Switch Harden for Donovan Mitchell, championship. Switch Harden for Booker, championship you know you can go down the the oh, two I put like movie.
1: a CJ McCollum that's that's all it takes <laughs>
0: yeah 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 so it, it you know Mikhail Bridges like we're looking at the finals at least so it's like yeah it it's, it's bad it's bad for Harden right I mean,
1: now. the ai comparison's a little more accurate because you know it was a similar thing where ai is Past his prime, he's not as high level of a player as he was, mm-hmm. but he's like trying to dictate like, yo, I'm not even going to play here or I'm only playing here under these conditions. Like, dude, you're not the face of the league. You're not the MVP. This is M- – it's toxic, but this is MVP behavior.
0: And he was going to teams that had really good cultures and was exactly. doing Exactly. Like um, Memphis at the time had a good culture. Mm-hmm. When AI, uh, AI showed up, I don't even know if it was a full season. And, you know, he came in, he was coming off the bench. He got, I remember him being vocal about that. Yes. Um, like, and he's some not even games he looks great. Yeah. Some games he looks great. Then he would just go on a leave of absence, like randomly. And then he was done. Um, Boom. Very similar. Yeah. I like that comparison a lot.
1: And I hate it, man, because. Like I, I hate that AI's legacy or reputation was kind of like soured, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that yeah. not not it's not like significant in hindsight because he was just so awesome. But with Harden, like his playoff failures are so memorable that this mm-hmm. is gonna stick with him. Like this is gonna define him. Yeah, and that and... didn't define AI because when AI played, he was a competitive freak. And
0: and trust me, to some people, the AI it does sour his whole career. I I mean, right. I know some people personally. For them, AI's off the court issues make him like worthless to he te- to even talk about. And Harden and they shorten his
1: career. Like he could have played longer.
0: He could have played longer. He could have played at a higher level. He could have had better teammates. Um, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. And Harden is someone I think we'll, we'll probably say the same thing about.
1: I hope not, man. I hope, but it just, this situation's so bizarre, I, I can't really see any other way it ends.
0: Harden's is worse because Harden has better teammates. Like, Harden's worst teammate is better than every teammate Iverson ever had, other than yeah. on, like, the Nuggets. Obviously, the Nuggets was a different, you know, everybody like, was good. Like, but Philly,
1: Philly's not held hostage by him. You know what I mean? Like, they're not like, oh, my God, if, like, can we, we can't even compete if we don't figure out this James situation. Like, they'll they'll keep going. Yeah. Even if they have to send him home. And, again, good chance they'll be better without him. It, Especially think with about, his adi- current attitude.
0: Think about Harden's teammates over the years. He's had, obviously, started the, his career out with two MVP caliber players on his team. He goes to Houston. He has Dwight Howard for a while. Uh he leaves Houston. He goes back to two MVP caliber players. Then he goes to um Philly and has an MVP on his team. Like so for him, it'll be no excuses for all these things. Oh, I didn't even mention CP is the MVP caliber. He's had MVP caliber seasons. He had um Westbrook again there. Um like even one more comparison to Iverson, Iverson never had any of that in Philly. Not, nothing like that. So his excuses were, he has a little more room to have excuses than Harden. Harden has no excuse that he wasn't uh, more competitive over the years. Iverson made it to the finals with, with that team. I know, bombs. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, Harden Harden's closest. round. The closest, you know, I'm not really going to count 2012 because, I mean, he was, he was pretty shitty also, and he was yeah. super young, but yeah. his closest run was with a guy who's like cursed from winning in Chris Paul, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who again, maybe if he didn't get cursed, maybe his career looks, maybe Harden's career looks better.
0: Yeah, CP managed to the finals, so he exactly. That.
1: CP managed to break the curse. Harden is is stuck. Okay, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> man, I I just hate like again, Russ and Harden to me have, have had such similar career trajectories of like uh like super great highs, disgusting lows, and then we're kind of coming back to where like how it was with with the highs.
0: Yeah, and and questioning uh, questionable teammates their entire careers.
1: Yeah, but look at the difference. Like, look at the difference in mentality, the approach. Like, Westbrook is just looking to fit in. He's looking to participate. He's looking to contribute. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. like, Harden is trying to dictate the organization because of a personal issue? I think Westbrook – I actually
0: think Westbrook going to Houston was kind of Westbrook's wake-up call for that, though. He went to Houston right from OKC, right? He traded CP for Westbrook. CP played OKC. I think that was kind of a wake-up call for him because I do think he was – it might have been even before that. Maybe it was Paul George coming to OKC where Westbrook was the guy and he was kind of dictating the organization. Until they got like an MVP candidate on the team, and then all of a sudden Westbrook went from like yo he can be Batman to wow Westbrook's actually a great Robin for Paul George. Like it was like quick, like instant. He was MVP one year. It was like yo who's who are they gonna get to help Westbrook? And then the next year was like yo Westbrook helps Paul George a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that since then. Westbrook has been looking to just fit in and he does seem like he's had a, uh, he's been okay embracing the role of being like a second, third, or fourth guy. Harden, Harden has had chances to have that wake-up call and he just hasn't had it. This should have been it. I mean, MVP winning MVP with him on the team should have been the, like, alright, maybe I need to stop worrying about me so much and just trying to figure out how I can help a team. But he didn't get that he didn't get the same call that westbrook got
1: oh you know what pisses me off uh and again in hindsight in, in again russ is a good comparison cuz russ played horrible for a while but in mm-hmm. hindsight and with his current like decision making this past year you could see like his heart was in the right place i would even yeah. say the the la criticism kind of really like threw him off and it completely kind of messed him up for a while Mm-hmm. But again, it's still like, I'm I'm just locked in on the game. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play at a high level. Yeah. With Harden, I look back in hindsight on how he left Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And like, he was toxic about it. He was. Which everybody gave him a pass for because Kyrie was, you know, on nonsense behavior at that point. Matt, he matched his toxic yeah but in hindsight this this dude faked the fucking injury essentially yeah I mean yeah. he faked his he fucking like faked his conditioning in Houston to get out of there mm-hmm. so like again his reputation like all those moments are now certified that he was part of the issue he was behaving in a manner that made the situation worse yeah and I just hate it man I I don't want I don't I hate that he has to go out like that
0: yeah, he, he he's having a throughout his career. You could look at teams that just didn't make their potential because of Harden, or they seemed like they had a higher ceiling than Harden was willing to take them. You know, multiple times. So, yeah, it's tough, really, really, really tough. Um, okay, moving on. Um, let's talk about a little bit about the Damian Lillard situation. Some uh, updates. Uh, so obviously he still hasn't been traded uh, he still seems like I've seen a few talks and it does still seem like um he has a positive at least uh opinion about Portland even though he doesn't want to play there anymore he does he just feels like hey you know I did what I did and it's just time for me to move on it's time for the team to do their own thing why do you think it's taken this long do you th- do you think it is the Miami thing?
1: I don't know. To be honest, I'm I'm worried Portland's asking price is too high. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I feel like, you know, I mean the good organizations and the teams that are close, he's kind yeah. of their final piece. You know, I mean, he's a lot. I, I think he's a lot of teams' final piece. Yeah. Or he may he maybe maybe not he doesn't complete them, but he gives them enough of a dynamic to to make a run at it. hmm But I'm I'm imagining Portland wants, you know, an arm and a leg because he's the franchise player, he's nuclear, you know, he he is elite, as elite of a guard as there is in the game. Yeah. And and, and they've been stuck, you know, with him. Mm-hmm. I imagine they don't want him to leave, and they remain stuck in purgatory for a long time. So they're looking to, like, capitalize. Like, if clearly it's it's not working, but we mm-hmm. got to get something significant for this, for us to move forward.
0: Right. I, I agree. And I think that the biggest... I think that Portland doesn't want picks back, which is weird because... They seem like they're rebuilding. They're really young. It does seem like they should just get picks and just keep getting younger. But from what it seems like to me, they want a lot more than just picks. And um, there's really not a lot of guys that are like that expendable throughout the league right now, especially the teams that want Dame. Like you said, it's teams that are close that probably will go to the finals if they get Dame. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm already games.
1: close. So I can't give you an arm and a leg. Like, you know, yeah. it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And then the three-way thing seems out. And then even the Harden situation, I think, makes it a little bit difficult because that's a team that Dane probably would really help. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it is It's awkward. Very awkward situation. And we talked about it on here before. So many teams that we think Dane would be amazing for, you know, um, Brooklyn, Boston, Philly, obviously Miami. Um, and that's all that's just the East, you know. Um, yeah, it's strange. Make, it's strange make, it's taking this uh, long.
1: Young and up and coming teams like terrifying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've even seen um, uh, Ingram Ingram for. Dame trade that was like, wow, Dame and Lil, Dame and CJ and Zion like, Dame and CJ. We've already seen Dame and CJ go to the Western Conference Finals multiple times, yeah. Uh And then throw Zion Valachunas like throw all these young guys Murphy and irv Jones in there like, but you know, it pretty awkward, pretty awkward situation. I. I don't know if we've seen someone of this caliber take this long to be traded, and at least in a long time.
1: But, bro, we just had – I can't believe it's come to this point. But KD kind of gave us the blueprint for how these situations should play out. Mm -hmm. And he initially, you know, very similar to Harden, said, uh, you know, things he, he maybe shouldn't have said. Yeah but but KD had the self awareness and it took a while he you know it it wasn't quick yeah. but KD had the self awareness yo the nets are going to capitalize on me wanting to leave like you mm-hmm. know as they should it's it's a fair thing of them to want to do yeah and he said you know what i'm i'm in like i i you, i made it clear i want to move you guys know i want to move you're seeking to move me but until you can make that happen that's where it's beneficial to both of us, I'll be patient. Yeah. yeah. And that, to me, has to be the blueprint. Like, if I'm asking you for the loyalty of please put me some or please trade me somewhere else, I should have to give that same, like, patience loyalty of, <clears throat> you know what? Take your time and figure out what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, it's like about a year maybe max from the request. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but you know the notion that like these stars are like yo I I don't want to be here like move me and it's like a week later they're in a new place like that that's kind of silly yeah, yeah. and uh, harden harden is going to be the the fucking example unfortunately of you know it it doesn't work that way unless you're KD unless you're LeBron unless you're you know whoever else uh has if Giannis decides to move he he's allowed to do that.
0: You know one thing to me that is a little bit different about KD from someone like Dame. And people listening are going to take this take this the wrong way when I say this, but I think more teams actually need Damian than like needed KD at the time. Now, I think obviously KD is like yo, if we have KD, that's huge. Like getting Durant is like a game changer, franchise changer. But even the Suns was they just went to the finals. Like getting getting Durant was like, oh we'll take him. But they didn't need Durant and they still got him. You know what I'm saying? Like there's more teams that I think that without Damien like I guess I I guess I'll put it this way. Like because I don't know if KD would have made like every team go straight to the finals. They didn't even get those sons out of the, you know, through the playoffs. Yeah. But I think more teams believe that with what they already have, adding Damian would take them right to the finals. There may be some teams did with Durant. If that makes sense. And part of it is because Durant just lost in the first round, like easily.
1: Embarrassingly. <clears throat>
0: right. Yeah. So I think that's what surprises me is that I think there's, Maybe it's just more fit teams for Damian, and like the Damian trade seems like it's been a long time coming. Like in the Durant one is really more of a surprise with the Kyrie situation, and everything, and like they have a bomb squad already. You think you think he would just figure it out the next season? They really only needed to just add some pieces, but Damian is like, I would have been waiting for the Damian trade to open up for like the last three years. When CJ left, they thought maybe Damien would get traded then. Yeah. So it seems like people like teams should have been ready for this to come at some point. Like, yo, eventually Damien is gonna uh ask for a trade, but maybe not. Maybe I'm looking at it as a fan, but it does seem like I would have been more prepared for a Damien trade than for a Durant trade.
1: I think I think me and you are like on the same page as far as Lillard completing teams to be to win
0: yeah.
1: over KD, but I don't think the league thinks like that. I think the league, you know, still holds KD in this god tier of uh, just just complete whatever fucking lineup is out there. You know, you
0: know the the only team he has he's went to the finals with.
1: Well, uh, I should say. Which you is know, the, finals. The, only the league to the still thinks the league still thinks pair up KD with another star and you're good. <laughs> even though, again, we've talked about how, how it's failed repeatedly. <laughs> it's only
0: worked once, and it, that that star it took is a so much MVP. more.
1: It, it yeah. wasn't even like it took the greatest team ever potentially, but yeah. the problem is, I, I just, I, I think teams are underestimating dame's impact maybe yeah maybe so i think teams have seen kind of the lack of results portland has had and they think he's uh he's more on bradley beal's caliber than like me and you believe like we know he's significantly above bradley beal but because portland hasn't won significantly I think yeah. the league kind of used Dame in that same, uh, uh, level. I,
0: it that might be true. The thing is, so much. It, the truth is real basketball players think like we do. Cause Damien was top 75. Bradley bill wasn't top 75. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yep. So they know what time it is, but yeah, maybe so. Maybe teams do think it's harder, you know, small point guard, maybe that era. We're going back to like bigger point guards again. Um, that era, I mean, that friend uh, comes in and out a lot. Um, yeah. Even though he just had 70 in a game last year. Like, it's, it, it, it's weird, but I, I think you're probably right. Um, There's just certain
1: players sense. who have a, a weirdly negative connotation in certain aspects. Like, it's the same with Donovan. Like, yeah. I, I just can't fathom how you watch Donovan and don't think he's that good. Yeah. But yet, yet a lot of people think like that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And with Lillard, it's it's more so the impact. Like teams, I feel, I feel like everybody could tell that he's on Steph's caliber of a shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his impact to like overall team success, I feel like uh, people are sleeping on.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, and you know, I think players know how important teammates are. We talk about it a lot here, but I don't think casuals or even league executives know how important like having a good team is. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because, I mean, Damien, the, the rest of Damien's team like wouldn't get picked up in a pickup game throughout the league. Like, other than CJ, I can't name another player Damien's ever played with that I would want in a pickup game on my team. So,
2: yeah,
1: bro, I'd I'd run with four before I pick up (laughs) Nurkic. I'd tell the camera guy to hop in before I pick up (laughs) Nurkic.
0: Yeah, Aminu, like, (laughs) yeah, we're talking about starters he's played with too. So, yeah, but anyway, okay, uh, let's move on. Um, talk about FIBA. Uh, FIBA World Cup is going on, basketball World Cup, very exciting. Um, mm-hmm. not quite as competitive as I thought it would be, but there's a lot of guys not playing, um, which I kind of get, but I still, it's still kind of wild to me when guys don't play in this, and this like really hurt. Like I obviously Gallinari it, it just spent the year out with the ACL. Yeah, um, Porzingis is hurt all the time, so I, I get that, but like, know, yo, Murray, you just won a championship, you know. You you should be straight. Go out there and win another one with which is a squad, you know? Um I know Wiggins had his off the court thing throughout the season, so I, I get that also. Um who else uh, Jokic? I don't think Jokic is playing. Some of the other like really, really good players I was surprised aren't playing in this. But um so it's been competitive and been really, really fun to watch. Uh If you're not catching it, because it comes on early in the morning. um, But watching the highlights has been really, really, really cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh There's a YouTube uh-huh. channel that posts like the condensed footage. And yeah, it's it, yeah. really good. Really shows a lot of the possessions, the kind of the, the pace of the game, how, how what's going on.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's really cool seeing the guys rep their countries and even the guys from like the smaller countries or even um, like I, I've recognized some guys that uh, I've seen in the league here and there, but didn't really like didn't really get to see them play that well. Um, like Tremont, like Tremont waters. I remember him on the Celtics having a good summer league uh, and good preseason one time. And he's been, he was cooking in the FIBA, like going crazy. Yeah. Uh Italy, uh, Fontecchio, um, was another one. I, I know he's on the jazz and I remember seeing him, um, in, in some games, but you know, he looks great for his, um, Italian team. Uh, some other guys, I can't remember all the guys. It's harder to remember their names, of of course, but.
1: Japan had a fucking guard, small guard who was cooking.
0: Going crazy. Yo, Japan was the most fun team to watch to me. Yeah. Um. They were buckets. They can really shoot. Everyone on their team can really shoot. They just really can't play a good defense because they are small. But they can all really shoot. Um, uh, Watanabe out there, he looks like a star there, which is really fun because he just gets
1: dunked on in the NBA. But Uh, (laughs) shout out to fucking Rondé Hollis
0: Jefferson too.
1: Rondé Hollis
0: Jefferson, man, (laughs) going crazy, yeah. He was leading the um FIBA in scoring for a little while. Uh he yeah, so that, that was really cool to see. Uh yeah, so to the results, um right now, uh it's USA versus Germany and Serbia versus Canada. Is this I believe it's Serbia versus Canada for the uh semifinals.
1: And Serbia um, made it without Jokic, I didn't even notice.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, this is this Serbia, right? I think,
1: I think that's where he's from, remember.
0: right? Yeah, no I, no, I was trying to remember if it's Serbia, Paloma, oh, if it it's another sure. team,
1: yeah, I, yeah. I've only been following the USA team, I've seen a little bit of Canada, uh, obviously, the Japan, like some of the big moments, but uh, as yeah. far as the overall, like play style that I could really get in depth on. It's really only Team USA for me.
0: Yeah, because it's funny. A lot of the teams really just take a lot of shots and, you know, just hope for the best after that. But, yeah, it, it is Serbia versus Canada. Bogdanovich has been playing good. Um, mm. The the Atlanta Hawks, Bogdanovich, he's mm-hmm. been playing uh, really solid for them. They've got a lot of shooters on their team as, as well. Um,
1: Germany has uh, FIBA GOAT and Schroeder. Forgot to mention him.
0: Germany's team is surprisingly dare I say stacked like FIBA wise it's kind of stacked with both the Wagner brothers, Tice Schroeder and um, someone else is in the league I believe. Oh Isaac (laughs) Bonga. They have a lot of guys I've seen for a long time Um, and you know the Wagner brothers and Tice are like perfect international players. Cause they can shoot a little bit. They're physical. They're, you know, they athletic for their size, you know, so I can definitely see why they made it to the semifinals. Um,
1: they both have shown good things in the league. I mean, the older yeah. uh, Mo Wagner, like not as much,
2: Yeah, but he took a he, while. he's still
1: shown the ability to contribute ability to like, fit multiple rotations, you know, I don't think he's a scrub.
0: No, he's definitely not. He's definitely not a scrub. He had a great career at, um, by the great
1: standards.
0: He's had a great, uh, college. He had a great college career at Michigan. He was a beast at Michigan, but yeah, yeah. For NBA standards, I I think he deserves to be in the league for sure. And, um, I think it took bouncing around, but now he's on the magic with his brother and it seems like he has a nice fit there. Um, so that 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 game is Friday, uh, for those listening. It it's tomorrow for us, but how early is um, it tomorrow? Eight forty.
1: I'll try to get off or, uh, work early, catch some of it,
0: and then um, Serbia and Canada is the other side. Canada is without Wiggins, without Murray, without some other guys that would make them
1: you got you the know, OKC more... back court out there.
0: Yeah, yep. Um, it it would be a little more formidable, but uh, you know, shy um, his cousin, um, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and uh, Lou Dort, uh, yeah, Lou Dort, and um, Brooks Dylan Brooks. You know, they, they got a lot of NBA guys on the team. Um, so they looked pretty. good. They look pretty good. Uh, it should be finals place game, all around. How do so you I'm feel
1: about how Team USA has played?
0: Um, I don't know if Kerr is the right international uh, coach, and I say that because. The Warriors right. can do, yeah, I say that because the Warriors can do a lot of the running around, uh, passing a lot, turnovers, you know, taking a lot of threes, move, past turnover, move, past three, move, past turnover. Like, that works for the Warriors. But if you don't have, like, anybody that's, like, even a semi-elite shooter, which this Team USA team really doesn't have. I guess Ed Edwards is an elite shooter, but he's more of an elite scorer. He's really not like that great. I would say anymore. they have
1: one elite shooter, and that's Cam Johnson. Like like a, a specific specialist.
0: Yeah, he's a specialist, but it's still, even he, he is kind of a streak shooter at times. But he is a specialist, for sure. But how they're playing now, they're overpassing. They're passing open shots passing up open shots to guys like during the game the other day, I saw um, ridges was wide open for a three. He, he passed it to Austin Reeves who took a contestant three. Yeah. in the Warriors that works. Um, you can pass it to clay to take a contested three. Uh, if you're Andrew Wiggins, cause you know, good and well, a contested clay three is a better shot than your three. Right. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. But on team USA, that doesn't work. Because all these guys are like kind of equal shooters and it ends up just being a lot of bad shots and a lot of passed up easy opportunities. I I will say they look great. They look great moving without the ball. You're getting a lot of wide open um, cuts down the middle. Uh, That's been really nice. I I like some of the drive and kicks, the drive and, and passes, but when they don't look good, it's like when the Warriors don't look good. Oh, we're taking bad shots, a lot of turnovers, hacking, that kind of stuff. Um, But it really doesn't matter because we're just so much more talented than everybody. Like, they still figure it out. But if we weren't, I would actually be kind of worried uh, with how they're playing. So, and um, see,
1: this is interesting to me because, <clears throat> you know, the international style of play has kind of changed, not maybe not changed. Um, USA has struggled to adapt to it in the last couple runs a little bit more. Yeah. And to me, from what I've seen, is we used to have, back in the day, the advantage was the athleticism is just night and day different, and the talent is night and day different. Yeah you you look at the teams now and some of it is you know our best guys aren't there mm-hmm. but the athleticism is still night and day that you know yes. that'll probably never change right but the talent gap is not what it once was it definitely isn't it, it may you know a lot of that is the league itself is being taken over by a lot of international players you know and mm-hmm. Guys guys that are role players in the league are clearly getting much more confidence playing for their country. Uh, they're playing mm-hmm. significantly different. They're doing things. I mean, who knew Rondé Hollis Jefferson had a perimeter game?
0: Because yeah, I, no, I had no game. fucking
1: idea, bro. In an ISO game? I didn't like, know he could ISO. He could, he could shoot in people's face? Like, since when? Yeah. Like, dude, I watched Holl- Rondae Hollis-Jefferson in college, in Brooklyn, in- on the Raptors. Like, like that's a different person we're talking about, you would think. Yeah. But my point yeah. is, the talent gap is not what it once was.
0: It definitely isn't, yeah. And right.
1: where I completely agree with you that Kerr is not the right coach mm-hmm. is the Warriors' play style is very fundamental. It is. Very like you, you were saying, pass and cut, pass and move. Like just move. You know, take a dribble to like get get to a spot. Feed the post. Uh, off ball screen. Every time you feed the post. Yeah. Like all those things. It's not that they can't do it. They obviously can because they've looked good at times doing it. Mm-hmm. But these guys, a lot of them, don't have the natural inclination to play like that. Right. You see it. Uh, Brandon Ingram in the scrimmages looked awesome. He's been v- incredibly inconsistent. Yeah. I, I personally thought the the game they lost, I didn't think mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards played well. I thought he played like a fucking ball hog. I thought he forced a lot of shit early on. He missed he a did. lot of easy shit early on. He had a, a turnovers mm-hmm. early on. Uh, mm-hmm. And – and, it, like, it was worse in the second half because he did heat up. But I didn't want the whole team to, like, defer to him. Yeah. And that's what yeah, ended like up he, happening.
0: It, and they were giving it to him like he had, like, 60. Like, he was going for a record or something.
1: Yeah. Like, almost, we're just like trying like to the win Warriors the game. With, with Steph. Like, he's yeah. the hot hand. Like, do whatever it takes to find him. What is going on? Yeah.
0: That's, and that's not even Edwards' game.
1: And yeah, man. And again, I agree with you that I think the Warriors play style is not, it's not going to get the best out of all these guys. I don't think it'll get the best out of most of them.
0: It doesn't. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it it exposes a lot of the flaws we know they've had. Mm -hmm. Like in the past, they haven't, Team USA hasn't been that big, but like it's so obvious now. Yeah. And it's so clear cut. Like dudes are just every switch Lithuania exposed. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single one. And then, you know, Jaron Jackson is in foul trouble. Uh, You really have no other big man because I guess Walker Kessler can't play big minutes for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, it's been a weird transition to, to the Warriors play style. And I, I didn't expect it.
0: Yeah, I, it's it doesn't look good at all for them. And then the other thing is, they're trying to do the Warriors play style, but like also trying to be unique because they have like actual
1: point right. guards on the team. Yeah,
0: because like Halliburton wouldn't be good in the Warriors play style yeah. because taking the ball out of his hands and having him like try to make the second pass he turns the ball over almost every time. It, especially in that game, it was like, yo, Halliburton, what are you doing? He he get, yeah. get it, pass it, turnover. Get it, pass it, turnover. And then he'd make like one full pass and it like seemed like it made up for the last three turnovers he had. It was yes. like it it just it just doesn't work. He needs to just have the ball and make the decision himself, but the like, moving the ball thing doesn't work for these guys. Same thing with Brunson. Brunson isn't a ball mover.
1: Exactly. And my problem is Kerr is, like, dipping his foot in the play style. Like, yeah. dude, if we're going to pass and cut, this, like, in, in the Lithuania game really concerned me because, like, you need to make subs. Guys are getting individually exposed. And you're yeah. like you're, like, trying to trust them to leave them out there. Why bro like Austin see... Reeves could have easily not touched the yes. court in the second half?
0: Easily. Did you did you see them target him every single time down?
1: Oh,
0: uh, every single how, time. you can't guard a fucking drop step. Yeah, at the second quarter it was just hey, whoever Austin Reeves is guarding, we're exposing. Give it to
1: me. I don't, the Kobe, yeah. like literally, the Kobe. <laughs> like, clear out, give me the ball. Yeah, yeah. And you see Uh, that in the second quarter for, like, a significant stretch, or even in the first quarter. In the second half, like, the option to not put him in should have been, like, significantly considered. Yeah. And it wasn't because he came out there, this like, the same rotation, the same amount of minutes, and he got cooked the same way. Yeah. So, like, that to me is if everybody's going to pass and cut – if guys don't fit into that, they should be prone to getting subbed out. Yep. But only like Brandon Ingram has a short leash. Uh, if Bridges starts shooting the ball too much, he has a short leash. Like mm-hmm. the Lithuania game, you know, every guard had a, needed to have a fucking leash. Cam Johnson mm-hmm. needed to have a fucking leash. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you had to control the game more and he just didn't at all. With the subs, with the plays, with the matchups, and then you know fourth quarter, you just don't rebound. Just just makes everything worse.
0: Another thing is, Jaron um, Jackson and Paolo Van Carroll can they not shoot jump shots? Like they come out to the three point line and they just they're like standing there wide open, and they're like waiting for someone else to get open. I'm like, shoot that. You've seen Jaron Jackson hit, like, five threes in an NBA game. I know, Paolo in Van people's eyes. Yeah, and Paolo Van Carroll's one of the most versatile players maybe on this team, USA team. And he didn't have to shoot a three, but can you take a one-dribble pull-up? And they're just, like, just standing there, like, wasting time on the clock. We had so many times we got down on the shot clock in the last two games. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, yo... When are we gonna shoot? Just just go by him, and they're yeah. just moving it, moving it. Jaron Jackson's they, holding it, looking. I was like, oh, maybe Spolstra got Jaron Jackson and Van Curl. Maybe he got control of the yo center. Just hold the ball for the first ten seconds of the shot clock. It just, yeah, the play style is just, it is it is concerning a lot because if we do that against Canada, who kind of knows how we play.
1: Like, I don't know. I, I mean, Germany got is big. Like Germany's big and physical. I legitimately, haven't shown. Maybe the Italy game was a step in the right direction, but I don't trust yeah. uh, everybody not named Jaron Jackson to commit to rebounding. Right. Those guys like they've never been asked by their respective NBA teams to fucking rebound. Yeah. And it shows because every time it's a positional rebound, it's another country's player getting it.
0: Yeah. And you know, it actually surprises me. The lack of versatility, our forwards have Because usually when we go team USA, we take a dream on, we take obviously a LeBron, um, Bosch boozer, even like guys who are inside outside forwards who, yeah, they can hit a three, hit an open jump shot, but they also can give you 10 rebounds or they could just play small forward the whole time. like, Ingram has shown no power forward qualities throughout this um, FIBA. Um, who else do we have? Like Bridges and Cam Johnson are surprisingly terrible power forwards. Uh, forgot who else we're using out there as power forward, but they're they're really just playing four guards with one big instead of the hey let's let's see if we can get these guys who aren't in their positions to like double as another position and really put more skill on the floor it's they're doing the same thing that these other teams do really well which is yeah four guards in a in a big like Slovenia does that amazingly and I don't know if it's just because of Luka but um they really play with four guards Japan even did it like all these other teams do it really well but our our team we are not built like that. We need to use the positions a little more so we can get rebounds. So Jackson doesn't have to foul bro. out of every game.
1: It, it honestly it looks like, uh, and I'm I'm just a hater maybe, but it looks like like the NBA is like forgetting like how a big man could play. Mm-hmm. I like, agree, bro. It, beyond beyond what you said earlier about like you're open, shoot the fucking ball, you can make it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Dude, they'll get the switch, feed Jaron Jackson, he'll score, and then, like, we'll never look to that option ever again. I know. I saw them
0: do the switch, and Brunson try to take, like, a good forward a couple times. I'm like, what are we doing? Feed it inside. Please.
1: Yeah. Which is such a fundamental thing to, like, feed your big – If he has a mismatch, even if he has no fucking footwork, he can get a hook. Like, any fundamental big could get a hook against a smaller guy. Yeah. And to your point, guys are, like, deciding the fucking ISO on the perimeter. I really haven't liked uh, Halliburton and Brunson, like, throughout the fucking tournament. That was the
0: first thing when I saw the roster, the first thing I said, why aren't we taking a real point guard? And no disrespect to Brunson or Halliburton.
1: They're pick and roll. And and I used to think Halliburton was a real point guard, but how he's playing here, like they're just pick and roll maestros. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, which is cool in the league, but it, it looks so bad. And to be fair, I think from what I've seen, most of the countries that have tried to run pick and roll extensively have looked bad. Mm hmm. I've seen Germany look bad doing it. I saw uh, France early on look disgusting doing it. I mean, they yeah. got sent home essentially trying to do it. So, like, yeah. like the pick and roll is so is become so basic that any coachable defense is prepared for it.
0: Yeah, and that's probably what the rest of the world works on more than anything. So they definitely know how to defend it. Yeah, and shooters, a you know. I would argue Schroeder is like a pick and roll maestro in the world, like a top five in the world, in my opinion. Even in the NBA. That's really the only reason he's still in the NBA. How good he but is in like, the pick and roll.
1: Schroeder and and again, it's unfair. It is kind of unfair because he kind of he's like the the face of Germany's team, essentially. Um yeah. and he he has more kind of options at his disposal when he's on the court. But to me, a point guard always has the most options. Mm -hmm. And with Schroeder, to your point, in the league as a bench player or as a starter, like Schroeder, you see he can pick and roll. He can push the tempo. He can slow down. He can attack mismatches. Like, he has options. Yeah, Brunson and Halliburton, what the fuck are y'all doing out there? Brunson doesn't even do a pick and roll on the Knicks. I mean, Brunson, like Brunson's incapable of pushing the ball. So he slows everything down to fucking run a set. Like, my guy, we are not running half court plays well. Just go. Yeah. Like they yeah. get in this weird they get in this weird um stretch of misses and they overreact so like heavily to it. Yeah. But yep. still, still continue, continue to fucking shoot. God forbid uh, Bancaro gets a hook. God forbid Walker Kessler gets a drop step on somebody. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Edwards will, won't turn down a fucking three to save his life. Yeah. Just the shot distribution, su- frankly, sucks.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it, uh, my last point is, um, like you mentioned earlier, we didn't take the best guys. And to be honest, a lot of these guys are really, like, a trade away from being bench guys. Like, really, is Reeves really an NBA starter? Like,
1: Poe, why why is Devin Booker not there?
0: Why is Booker not there? Why is De'Aaron Fox not there?
1: Um, Like, these guys have no good reason to say no.
0: And I don't know if they said no, but... if they if they got invited, I don't know why they're not there. Like again, Brunson starts for the Knicks, but Brunson hasn't started the rest of his career. Um, Bridges, you know, Bridges is good and he starts now, but he could he could honestly not start on a good team. A lot of these guys could really be bench guys. I think
1: Edwards and Jackson you're you're discrediting them a little bit. I would say I would put it um they're starters, but like they're not star players. Yeah, Ed- Edwards, Jackson,
0: and um, Ingram, and they're all like, even they're those really...
1: guys are all approaching star.
0: Yeah, they're approaching star, but I'm saying they're really the only guys that, no matter what team in the league they are on, they should be starting. But some of these other guys, yeah, eh, you know, I, I, I'll throw Bridges in there. Bridges should be starting. The rest of these guys, like I said, they're one good good trade away from being coming off the bench. Hart, does Hart start, he started starting when we started benching Fournier, right? Yeah. Like, and he starts on this team.
1: He Halliburton start just started starting.
0: <laughs> and Halliburton just started starting in the league, so it's like, you know, it's kind of a weird weird squad it's making me
1: honestly man it's making me think less of all these guys
0: yeah it it kind of should but and i'm not trying to disrespect any of those guys they're all really really good players but when we're talking about the whole usa like you said we, we got guys that just went to the playoffs that you know should be out there like i mean and some guys are probably better fit for international play that we didn't take. Like Aaron Gordon would be a really cool yeah. international player. He's yeah. not the best, but if I was going to take someone kind of obscure to take there, I'd go somewhere like that. Or I don't even know if I'm not a hundred percent sure Aaron Gordon is from America, but I'm just saying yeah. something like that, a player like that.
1: They're also, um, and and this is something team USA did really well back in the day was, Again, mm-hmm. a lot of it is the age difference. A lot more younger guys on the team now. A lot mm-hmm. uh, more inexperienced. <clears throat> but back in the day, 2012, I'm ve- I remember very well, for example. Uh, yeah. And those guys, they like they were star players, but they showed me an ability to like take a role, take an assignment, and dominate it.
0: Are you talking about Team USA?
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw it I saw it in the um the 2016 year too. Mhm. But to me, like just these guys so far with the exception of of Bridges, none of them have really embraced like I'm going to really dominate a consistent thing. Like Bridges has done a good job pressuring the ball. He's been uh in the passing lanes. Yeah, he's had, had a lot of blocks, guys too. Done well I mean, Cam Johnson's a shooter, hasn't shot it well. Brandon Ingram is a scorer, hasn't been able to get a good shot. Austin mm-hmm. Reeves is a high IQ player. Turns out he doesn't know what drop steps are or, like, how to prepare mm-hmm. for them. Jared right. Jackson, I, I really don't know what the fuck, he, what whether he's a power forward or center, I have no fucking idea. Right. He's supposed to be a historic shot blocker. He's not really scaring any of these international guards from getting to the fucking basket.
0: Yeah, because they know he's a historic crack box, too.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but to me, in the past, like in 2012, Russ would lock come in the game, lock up. When is Russ? Yeah. When is Russell Westbrook play defense? Yeah, well, he would come yeah. in games and lock up. Darren Williams would come in and sprint like he was Darren Fox. Yeah, he
0: like just randomly push was fast. Tempo,
1: get more yeah. shots, like just get up and down. I've never yeah. seen Darren Williams play like that in the league.
0: No, a lot of times the guys did come and put their league game aside to do something different.
1: Exactly. And yeah. now the international players are like dominating doing that to the point mm-hmm. where they look like stars in their countries. Yeah.
0: yeah. And
1: in the U.S., USA is like going in the... Opposite direction.
0: <laughs> even the even the FIBA teams that we had, like the n- not the Olympic teams, but the qualifier teams. Yeah. Or I remember when we took. um I don't remember who else was on that team, but when we took D Rose, I think that was the the year Paul George got hurt, broke his leg. But we had D Rose so, and yeah. and we had another guard. I forgot who the other guard was, but D Rose, like. Was being D-Rose, but like controlled version for Team USA. He was going full speed. He was the fastest player in the world. He'd get the rebound, go full court, and then stop, and then like find somebody wide open for a three. It, it was like, wow, he actually stopped. He didn't go just dunk on somebody. He stopped and made a really controlled decision. And that team, yeah, I wish I could remember what who else was on that team, but that team... uh. Was nice, and obviously D Rose was MVP, so we took an MVP with us that time. But part of everything we're saying to me, we really don't have a leader on this team. Like, we don't, I don't know who it is shows. the captain. You,
1: you're right, is it, it Bobby
0: Portis? Like, is that our veteran leader on this team? Still,
1: he'll go, by the way, again, Bobby Portis will come out there only do good things. And get taken out the fucking game. Yeah, I, I cannot fucking understand why he can't be allowed to cook out there. Like, is he just like a constant risk of for getting a technical foul? Like, what? Why can't he stay in the game for some for a stretch?
0: Right. Yeah. Yep.
1: We're lacking so. size and rebounding, and Bobby Portis still can't fucking play. <laughs> But, yeah. but you're right, man. There's no leadership, and it just shows in how they play. Like, yeah, uh-huh. Go ahead. just guys who you would think, uh, like certain things they do should be their strengths. Like yeah. Halliburton isn't really getting a lot of steals. Halliburton mm-hmm. is not taking care of the ball. Like, right. Those are your strengths. We took we took this roster kind of assuming it was more versatile because these were this was a more like wide ranging kinds of players in the league exactly and it's looked o- opposite these yep. these guys look like you know overrated star players who really aren't that good at and i'm i'm obviously exaggerating but it's yeah. the the like the trajectory of the play style doesn't look good to me i'm not excited mm-hmm. for like the future and the next group that's going to play like this Right, right, I agree.
0: I agree, man. Um, I, I I will say that's one thing I do love about what Edwards is doing. One, I think he's putting the whole league on notice about you know who who's, looks like they could be the best player in the league very, very, very soon. And two, like we needed someone to actually step up and take over on this team,
1: because one hundred percent,
0: no one. I don't I'm not even sure if anyone else is capable of it but the guys that I thought might be capable of it aren't even close to doing it so I'm glad Edwards did it and it's showing like yo if anyone's going to be the man we still need a the man on the team and Edwards has been it and I I think that that'll help us you know take it to the gold medal of, of the FIBA yeah
1: um
0: of the world and cup I think but
1: very similar um, to KD what was it 2020 or 2021 uh, when they played yeah, so. sloppy the whole stretch, they mm-hmm. lost the the to Nigeria in the, in the warmups mm-hmm. uh, had a number of close games, and and the final game, KD just put the backpack on. Yeah, it's looking like that's exactly what Edwards is going to have to do.
0: Yeah, and he's he's showing us like Americans that he can do it. That he can do it and that he will do it if he has to, which is cool. I, I like that. We need that all the time. Kobe did it. I think a lot of the greats do it. And that, that yep. tells me Edwards is going to be really, really great. Um, And, I, you know, honestly, better than I thought even. Because I, I like Edwards, but I'm actually really impressed with how he's been doing that for Team USA. Impressed and happy.
1: But, yeah, yeah. Pleasantly I'm just, impressed. I'm happy for about him because it's it's really weird if like the NBA top five is all international players. <laughs> like I wanted yeah. that one guy that's from the country to to be one of the best players. And Edwards yeah. looks like he could be that guy because you know Steph is getting up there, KD, LeBron. They're obviously up there. Uh, mm-hmm. but as far as like young American players. That, that really have takeover potential, like take over the league. Yeah. You know, I mean, a certain guard decided to throw all that shit away. A certain forward isn't really in shape enough. Yep. But besides that, you know, we don't really have any, many other choices. Yeah.
0: I thought Trey would be someone like that. He just hasn't been there. He's another guy that would have been really nice to take. I think he could have been a leader for the season. this would have been a nice time for him to show his leadership. Um we we have guys, but yeah, you're right. They're just not stepping up. Edwards looks like he's stepping up.
1: Bro, like Jason Tatum, where the fuck are you at, bro? What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> what What the last win? one? I know. It he didn't went play went well. To the qualifiers. I remember.
0: Maybe he maybe he's like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm not going to play well in that. I so.
1: ruled my stock anymore. Yeah. No, I
0: actually, no Celtics. Uh, yeah. No Celtics in the FIBA.
1: Hey, listen, Jalen Brown gets a pass because he played in uh, the Big Three, which I think.
0: gives him the pass. He they're... represented his country in the Big Three.
1: Dude, this, that's good enough for me, okay? You expand in the game. You, you, yeah. you know, you're really uh, promoting the big three, which I don't understand why the league doesn't do more, but uh, yeah. had to be, somebody had to do it.
0: I don't understand why Brown did that, but, you know. That was weird. It, was it, cool. it
1: shocked me also.
0: I don't know. I, I, I didn't watch it live. I saw the on YouTube, saw him playing. I'm like, Jalen Brown was there? yeah but interesting um with all that said though even though we were super negative i still got usa winning pretty easily throughout the rest of the time
1: but to me i'm it's i'm a basketball purist so the better the, the game whoever's playing i'm happier like That's the fact am, that too. it's competitive the fact that we're getting to see more talent from other countries i, I love it all yeah. dude i'm again we've been negative but it makes me being negative kind of makes me want to watch it more. Cuz I'm too. more excited about the how competitive it is, how the other countries are playing and how mm-hmm. Team USA could figure it out.
0: Yeah. Shooter's going to cook Team USA, I can tell you that. Bro,
1: once KD won it, everybody forgot how fucking trash they were. Mhm. If if Edwards puts up a, a fire game to close it out, I mean, if he beats Germany, I'd be impressed. If he has to do it alone, mm-hmm. but if he closes it out with strong games, yeah, dude, short memory.
0: I actually like this Team USA better than that KD
1: band. Much more, much more. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the times they've played well. This team has looked way better.
0: Was Dame was point guard on that team, right? Yeah. Not a good pick, unfortunately. Now to see, and that was a situation <laughs> We've where <come>
1: full circle.
0: <laughs> that was a situation where if you're going to take him and not let him play his game, don't take him. Exactly. Like yo, if, if we're taking Dame and he can't take forty footers, what's the point of having him?
1: Yeah. I... So. It's just been a straight like the coaches in general have struggled, uh, which is wild that Shashevsky made. Again, he had more talent, but he also made it look really fucking easy.
0: But like I always mentioned about uh, Billy Donovan and some of the other guys who have co- college experience, they're used to a new crop every year. Yeah, like Kerr has basically had Kerr's the same team NBA guy. For- and he's basically had the same team his whole coaching career. Yeah. He's had four of the same players, like the same starting four players. And, bro, his and whole Kerr,
1: Kerr, his coaching legacy is tied to one of the greatest leaders in NBA history. Just like uh, Duncan was for Popovich. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry will be that to Steve Kerr's uh, resume.
0: Yeah. And that's not a knock on Kerr at all but that's it's just the straight up facts yeah and coach k college coaches jay Wright, rick patino all these really good college coaches they're used to hey i got a whole new 13 guys this year calipari he could coach he, he could never see somebody play and coach a new team because that's what he does every year yeah you no know? um so those guys, I think they have an advantage on these kind of teams because they their college teams are basically a ragtag group of just yeah. good players. And they got to figure out how to play good basketball. But with Kerr, we're seeing that he has to bring his system to force the guys into his system instead of creating something new with the crop that he has. Um, yeah. So it is kind of tough. They <clears> had Mark <throat> Few on the bench, which I thought was like an odd choice. No disrespect to Mark Few, but like Mark, is he the guy?
1: Gonzaga Mark Few?
0: Yeah. You didn't see him?
1: I didn't peep. I missed that.
0: We have Her, uh, Spolstra, Ty Lu, and Mark Few. That- that's the coaching staff.
1: Yeah, that's not the college coach I would have gone with, but, you know, to each <laughs> their own, I guess.
0: Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking, like, huh?
2: Okay.
1: I guess I guess the other coaches maybe claimed other countries that I, I'm not aware of. You know. Guess they have to get ready for Olenek,
0: on uh, Canada. It looks like they got to get ready uh, for some of these guys. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird, but yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. Um, let's let's go to NFL now. Uh, NFL starts today. Today, um, hey,
1: I am excited.
0: I'm really excited. I'm excited for this season. Um, I can say I've never been this excited for a football season. I'm not really sure why, but maybe because last season was so good. I, I'm like, I really want to encore. I really like some of the young guys coming in. Um, but I'm excited, man. Let, let's talk about some of uh, week one. And then after week one, we'll get more into like throughout the league and more about um you know what we've seen. Maybe some expectations. Some
1: some uh more long term expectations.
0: Yeah, but um, obviously Kansas City, Detroit's tonight. Uh, we don't need to talk too much about that game because, you know, most most people listening will be listening after the game anyway. Uh, let's talk about some of the matchups on Sunday that we like. Who do you like? What games are you seeing that you really want to check? Uh, Who are
1: the Broncos playing?
0: Broncos play the Raiders.
1: That I need to see. That I don't know if I'm gonna be able to, uh, Mm -hmm. but if I can, I think I'm assuming it's the four four o'clock game. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to check that out for sure. Uh, And then NFC, I gotta go uh, Dallas and and New York.
0: That's a great game to like start out the season. That's a great, I, I'm a sucker for game. NFC
1: East because I, I you know, obviously Washington uh, yeah. guy l- like the Eagles a long time. I so, yeah. <clears throat> always love watching the Giants lose even though they've somehow won a couple Super Bowls in my lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, But the divisional games are so competitive. There's so much history. They're always fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why the uh Broncos game?
1: Dude the I I really want to see uh what 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 happened to Russell Wilson. Like I need to know if last year was more real Russell Wilson or disastrous organization uh Russell Wilson. Um
0: good point. I kind of want to know too. I don't know if I want to watch the game for that, but I definitely want to know. I I want to see and who's um is Jimmy G on the Raiders?
1: Yeah, he's their starting quarterback. That to I me, wanna that. I want to see that. That to me, like the Broncos, that that should be a fucking tune-up game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to see that. I'm going to watch that one. Yeah, you sold me. Um. But say, at four twenty-five, also, I really want to see Miami and the Miami and Chargers game. They play um, at the
1: same time. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. the first I couple see- of NFL weeks. You're always missing a fire game because there's another good game on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Chargers and Miami, both teams. I'm really curious to see how they look like out the gates. Both both teams. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Um I'm kinda of intrigued in the Jacksonville Indianapolis game. Uh,
1: see, I'm not intrigued in that game, but the Jaguars themselves are interesting.
0: Yeah, they're they're like on a on like a lesser level, I want to see what both of those teams bring out first first game. Um, but that may be one I don't need to see the full game. I could watch a half of that and like see what I need to see. Yeah. I am interested uh, in that.
1: They got the rookie, right? The Colts, the new quarterback.
0: Yeah, Richardson. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, see that. They,
1: yeah. I'm interested also. I'm not gonna check it out, but uh I'm interested how they start the season.
0: Um last one for me, Titans and Saints. Um I don't know. I want I don't I wanna know if the Titans do anything different this year. Are the Titans going to be the same Titans they've been since uh, Vrabel got there, um, and the Saints Derek Carr on the Saints. They made a couple other moves that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, they're getting healthy. Uh, I kind of want to see what they what they come with Week One. What also, the f-
1: are, bro, are the Titans starting Ryan Tannehill again? Yeah. And you, and you expect to see something like are they going to be the same or different?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh that's why I want to
1: see it. Oh, they signed they're uh, the same. Hopkins, right? <laughs> uh yeah, didn't. No. yeah, I think so. Was it Hopkins? Yeah, big receiver, yeah. a good receiver. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I I always liked them like since Rables gotten there, they've been very good. Yeah. Uh but I'm not interested in them. Like I they'll win a lot of games. It wouldn't surprise me. But yeah. like ten ten weeks in, they could be fucking seven and three. And you you'd ask me like, yo, they're playing the fucking Colts. And I'd be like, oh pass.
0: That that's the kind of team they are. Because they're really not fun to watch. No. Like they're like a cool it kind of remind me of the uh Giants when Eli like when the Giants weren't Good, but Eli still would have like magical fourth quarters. That's kind of how I look at this Titans team. Like they're not they may have a good roster, but I don't think they're gonna be very good. But I do think they'll have moments that'll be like highlight moments, like best game of the season yeah. moments. Um so I might check them out. I might. We'll see. We'll see about that one. Um so uh are there are a couple holdouts. Uh, I think the mo- biggest one is Chris Jones for Kansas City, who is playing tonight. Yeah. Nick Bosa just the deal got paid.
1: Uh, yep. Who else? Most of the linemen I'm trying to think of, the The Dallas guy got paid. I feel like Jones is the last,
0: like really big one that hasn't gotten paid.
1: I think you're right. I can't really think of anybody else.
0: And I know he wants it. Uh um, he wants to stay and you know he was hoping it got done today so he could play but
1: I haven't seen the official st- it's been questionable though still like even this morning uh, it was questionable yeah, his status so, for the game so I have no yeah, idea so, what's gonna happen
0: so is it, so that'll be interesting he's a very important player for them not that he I don't know if he's like you know make or break for them but definitely uh, an important player for them yeah um, you got anything else big for the NFL?
1: No, uh, the Monday game, I'm very excited. The new look Jets are going to be, uh, Jets, Bills. a must watch and getting a, a fire, really tough test. So if they, w- if the Jets win, which I hope they don't, but if mm-hmm. they win, the hype machine is gonna, is gonna start early. I already know.
0: It's going to go crazy. They're, uh, Super Bowl odds will be nuts. Listen, I
1: I don't I like watching the Giants lose, but I have no problem with Giants fans. Yeah. Uh with the Jets, I couldn't give less of a fuck about the Jets themselves, but the fans, mm-hmm. like that like stupid, undying, like I'm a New Yorker, but I'm different loyalty. I yeah. I despise it.
0: It's actually, uh, in New York, it's kind of funny. It's like a regional thing. Like mm-hmm. more upstate upstate New Yorkers um, seem to prefer the Giants, at least what I've noticed. And, the um, you know, in the city, guys in the city uh, of like actual New York City, those people really like the Jets for some reason. Um, and it's not that black and white, but for the most part, People outside of New York City do like the Giants. But those Jets fans, man.
1: Did you see uh, ESPN had a graphic of uh, Aaron Rodgers' like accomplishments versus mm-hmm. all the Jets' quarterbacks?
0: Yeah, crazy. Jets haven't had a good man, quarterback like bad. my entire life.
1: Man, I-, I felt bad for him. I was like, man, they're already highlighting like that's – That's why the hype machine is going to go insane because they've been such a joke.
0: You think um, Rogers is going to fold under the pressure? Yes. Me too.
1: The question is how quickly will he fold?
0: I think it's going to be pretty quick, but I just hope it's
1: put me out of my misery. You know, like I don't want to fucking ride the like the Dallas Cowboys kind of hype train all year. And then you get spanked by Miami, like you get outplayed by Tua in the fucking divisional round. Yeah, you know something—something yeah. something just disastrous.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll see, and we'll oh, deep dive hyped, the teams. Man. We'll deep dive the teams next week for sure.
1: Yeah, um, our next uh, couple episodes are going to be football heavy for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because hopefully nothing crazy happens in basketball. Um. Shout out to the US Open. That's been fantastic, by the way. Um, first time, quarterfinals, two black Americans on both sides, women's and men's. First time. Um, Tiafo lost now, but in the quarterfinals, I thought that was really nice for the US Open to have some Americans, you know, playing really well. Um other than that, I don't have much else to say about the U.S. Open. It's not done. Similar, it, um, uh, to similar speak. to
1: how FIBA as a basketball purist, FIBA getting more competitive just makes me want to watch it more. Yeah. Um. The the how it's tennis is kind of balancing out
2: mm-hmm. to
1: where y- you are coming in more of like maybe there's a favorite or two, but anybody could kind of have an awesome story come out of it. Yeah. Uh, it makes it so much more entertaining,
0: especially in women's.
1: Yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah, Djokovic is uh, still playing, so you know, gotta wait a little yeah. bit longer on the men's side. Yeah,
0: just a little bit longer. Um that's all I got. You got anything else?
1: Uh, no. How many uh what's the timeline till NBA training camp starts? Like Ooh.
0: I wanna say like I a month. I knew little this, bit but less but I than forgot. That. Yeah, I think it is less than a month.
1: Um two, three weeks. Yeah. Oh, dude. Speaking of football, uh NBA, 26th. you know, we'll get to. <clears throat> uh that's down the line. Speaking of football, I unfortunately don't really care about college football besides like the national championship or yeah. uh when an awesome player is is in there. Yep. But what uh deon sanders is doing in colorado is fucking awesome
0: it's amazing
1: you know first i hope game, they keep it going i don't know if yeah. they will but uh I, just the the trajectory of the program of his reputation of how good his son could be yeah. uh it's it's all awesome man i love it
0: hey it's amazing being tcu in the first game they, have, they already matched the record from last year for Colorado one game i
1: know they literally so, could lose out and have the same record
0: <laughs> so even if they don't like they aren't overly successful you know even if they're not like national championship uh like ready I, them improving just showing that adding him his recruiting process is improving the organization and improving the the um the school that's enough for me. That's going to be great. I mean, it's great just seeing that happen. I think it's going to open doors throughout the league. I mean, throughout the country. I should say not league, but throughout the country, throughout the conference. Um, it, it's awesome. Yeah, it really is. I, I, sh- we should have led with that actually. That, yeah, amazing well, first game. I, amazing I just don't really motivated. have a deep
1: dive on it because it's just it's like a, it's like an objectively good thing. You know what I mean.
0: Yeah, it is, yeah.
1: Like, just the the direction he's taking his program, how, the, like, the attitude and mentalities he's had towards the players, like, mm-hmm. I want more of that. Yeah. In college, NFL, in other sports, like, more.
0: And and even the recruiting, like, how he recruited, which, you know, fashionable how you feel about it, whether, like, the NIL deals and stuff like that, but... There's guys that are going there that never would have went there.
1: Like yeah.
0: Colorado never would have looked at some of the guys that Dion looked at and got and that are being really successful there. And I think that's gonna change how that conference and that those Midwest um Rocky Mountain area schools are gonna recruit moving yeah. forward, which is awesome. Which is awesome I, by itself.
1: I I just loved how authentic he was. Like he he was you know, he was talking to the 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 returners about like maybe you might have to transfer because it's gonna get crazy. Like, I wish coaches could be that honest. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I mean, personally, we we kind of went through a situation with a change of coach, and I yeah. would have loved beyond the basketball issues we had. I would have loved for my coach to just be a hundred, be authentic. Like, tell me what's going on. Tell me how you're coming in. Like, what the f- the fuck is happening? Yeah, we didn't
0: get any of that.
1: Uh, no, you're right. But uh, he's just uh, Dion. Dion is just like he's setting an example for just coaching, yeah. and is. like you said, opening up doors. Like it's just such an objective, good thing.
0: It is absolutely is great point. And on that note, uh, we will be back next week and uh, back to the consistent weekly pods as football season kicks off and as training camp starts two weeks, yeah. three weeks, whatever. I saw um, September 26th is when most uh, teams start their training camp. Hopefully
1: so, we'll, we'll – uh, Harden Harden got a couple weeks left to, to hit the strip clubs before you got to figure something out.
0: Yeah, we'll see where Harden and Dame end up then. Um, And, you know, we'll see what we're looking at. We'll definitely have to have an extra pod for the NBA um, kickoff there too, so – um, exciting stuff exciting stuff thank you for listening as always uh, please subscribe follow uh, subscribe on youtube notifications all those things and um, we will see you guys next time